The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. If I sound a little bit lithby to you, it's because I am missing one of my front teeth. Um, I have veneers in my front six teeth. I had that done in Budapest a few years ago and one of them has fallen out. So what I have left underneath that is a cat tooth, which is making it sound like I have a lisp when I talk. So I'm having that repaired on Wednesday. That's the earliest appointment I could get. They just need to glue the teeth, the tooth back on with dentist glue. Can't do it with regular super glue. That would be insane and dangerous. So I am going away to the Manchester Derby this weekend. I'm going away to Manchester this weekend with this missing tooth, unfortunately. And it is going to affect the way I sound here on this show. Scamessa Italia, Bet MUFC and the Champions League show as well. So hopefully you can bear with it and uh, just listen out for the winning picks and not pay too much attention to the lift. Um, we start with the North London Derby at the Emirates, 12.30pm UK time, 7.30am Eastern time as Arsenal host Tottenham, where Arsenal are the even money favourites to win this game. It's 13-5 on the draw. And it's 12 to 5 on Tottenham. I love this weekend because we're coming back from international soccer. Um, A lot of these teams haven't played for a while because of the death of the Queen. And we come back with a North London derby. And we also have the Manchester derby on Sunday as well. And you're seeing all of these so-called experts throwing out their combined 11s for Arsenal and Tottenham and Man United and Man City. And actually what I've seen, uh, just because Manchester United are in a little bit of form, it's just that recency bias You're seeing uh, four or five United players now getting into the combined 11 and you're seeing six or seven Arsenal players getting in above all the Tottenham players in the Arsenal-Tottenham combined 11. So a lot of recency bias there. I remember last season when we played Manchester City the second time round, there were people putting zero Manchester United players into the Manchester City team. Not even an informed Cristiano Ronaldo was getting in. So, yeah, no Bruno, no Sancho, no Rafa Varane, no David De Gea. No players were getting in whatsoever. And now suddenly you're seeing these combined 11s where people are making a case for four or five United players, United being half of the team. And uh, you're looking at these combined 11s where Arsenal 
who were the fifth favourites to win the Premier League, and Tottenham, who were the third favourites to win the Premier League, with a um, Champions League qualification price of three to four coming into the season. Now suddenly, people want to put six or seven players in a combined eleven with Tottenham and Arsenal. So that's recency biased, and I also think that may be affecting the line here. I see Arsenal as favourites because they're at home, and they always do seem to do well at home against Tottenham, but I don't have them here at even money. So what you have is a is a price that goes opposite that for Tottenham to avoid a defeat being three to four. Tottenham to avoid a defeat here on the double chance market at three to four for me does represent some value given the way Tottenham are playing this season. They're undefeated in the Premier League. Their only defeat was in the Champions League where they just didn't turn up for the game away to Sporting Lisbon. And um, I feel they could come to Arsenal here and get something. I feel the weight of expectation is on Arsenal's shoulders. Arsenal also need to beat a team in the top six to prove that all the hype around Arsenal is validated. Yes, they've made a great start to the season, but as soon as they played a top six team like Man United, they got beaten. And this has been common with Arsenal over the years. They haven't been able to beat the top sides. I know they beat Tottenham at the Emirates last season, but then they were easily taken apart in the away game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I think these two teams are pretty equal. In fact, I think if you're looking at um, the well-cast players, they lie with Tottenham. When you're looking at the likes of Kane, Song, and even recently, Romero as a centre-back is making a case for being a world-class player. I don't think Arsenal have a world-class player. So when you're looking at match winners in a tight game, they all sit with me on the Tottenham side of the pitch. I think the draw represents some solid value here. I mean, the 2-2 draw at 14-1, to I think that's a massive price. Tottenham have drawn four of their last six Premier League away games. Three of Tottenham's last seven league games this season have gone over 3.5 goals and both teams have scored in five of the last six North London derbies. And I feel that both teams will score here again. So that could be taken as a separate selection. But I'm going to go for Tottenham to avoid a defeat. I recommend a sprinkle on the draw because I just don't see anybody winning this game. I, I find it difficult to look at this game afterwards and say, yes, Arsenal won it there for real. Or, oh my God, Tottenham have gone to Arsenal and won something they haven't done for a long time. I don't see any of that happening. I, I, I find it difficult to get my head around either one of those, one of those situations. I see a one-all or a 2-2 draw here in this game. I see both teams scoring in both of those scenarios as well. I see both teams scoring if, if one of the teams wins it as well. I don't feel like it's going to be a tight and cagey game. Although when we're looking at the way that game was playing out at the at the London Stadium, that did look like a tight tactical game where Conte and Arteta were trying to outdo each other until Arsenal just capitulated and allowed Tottenham to win the game 3-0. But that seed did seem to be moving into a tight and cagey direction. We could see some of that, which is why I think it's better just to take Tottenham on the double chance market with a sprinkle on the draw. And that's going to be my main selection here for your first game on the show. The North London Derby, 7.30am Eastern Time on Saturday. Before we move on to the three o'clock kickoffs, let me take a second out to tell you guys about Wimbet. Now, if you're thinking about joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game party feature. Just click on the game you like. 
Select build your own bet and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also take a second out to tell you guys about promoguide.us. Promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it is Promoguide.us is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. So to get involved, head over to Promoguide.us. Dot us and check out their 100% track transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So once again, head over to promoguy.us. So we now move on to the three o'clock kickoffs and we begin with a game here between Bournemouth and Brentford where Bournemouth are the 12 to 5 underdogs. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and Brentford are the 5 to 4 favourites. Some funky things were happening in the Bournemouth games since Scott Parker took over and um, they were very much a different team. Instead of being a defensive team that sat in and and tried to not get beaten, they've been involved in some pretty high scoring affairs and I can actually see goals here in this game. Nine of Brentford's last 10 away games in the league have ended with both teams scoring being a winning bet. And there have also been uh, over two and a half goals in 12 of Brentford's last 15 Premier League away games. Now, this would usually not appeal when it comes to Bournemouth or at least the Bournemouth side that were coming into the start of the season. But this Bournemouth side, this version of Bournemouth have scored four goals in their last two games. So I fancied them to get a goal here and I'm going to lean both teams to score as my main selection here for this game between Bournemouth and Brentford. Up next, we have Crystal Palace versus Chelsea, where Palace are the 16-5 underdogs. It's 5-2 on the draw, and it's 10-11 here on Chelsea. Not sure what to do with this Chelsea team. Um, They didn't get a new manager bounce from Graham Potter, taking over for his first game against RB Salzburg in the Champions League. He's now had a lot of time off to work with some players but not most players because they did go away for the international break. So is this really going to be a different Chelsea with Potter's thumbprint on them? And what is Potter's thumbprint? Because what we saw against RB Salzburg was a very Graham Potter as the Brighton manager performance. They dominated the game. They had a higher expected goals tally. They only allowed RB Salzburg 0.24 expected goals, yet... They ended up not winning the game. They ended up with a draw from the manager who was the draw specialist as the Brighton manager. So it wouldn't surprise me to see another draw here. But I think if Palace are going to draw, they are going to need to score. And there is strong data for Chelsea conceding goals this season. So both teams to score 
at even money plus 100 is the standout play. Chelsea have just one clean sheet this season. Both teams have scored in four of Crystal Palace's last six. And perhaps the most interesting stat going into this game is the fact that Chelsea have absolutely owned Crystal Palace. They've won each of the last 10 meetings between these two London clubs. So perhaps this is the perfect opponent to break this poor run. I don't trust Chelsea at the moment. But it's difficult in betting terms to look past the fact that they have beaten Palace 10 times in a row. And you're being offered 10 to 11 minus 110 for them to make it 11 in a row here in this one. So that's a very, very tempting bet at a very, very tempting price. Up next, we move on to Fulham at home to Newcastle, where Fulham are the 2 to 1 underdogs. It's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 13 to 10 on Newcastle. Fulham would be very, very happy with their start to the season before the international break. Newcastle supporters are not. So I'm not too sure what what people are expecting from Newcastle. Obviously, they have some very, very rich owners, but they haven't overly invested. It's been a very, very slow process. So I don't think that taking that slow and sensible approach means that they are even thinking about sacking Eddie Howe. I just think it's the supporters getting ahead of themselves. I think for this select for this game, it's very difficult to make a selection because I do think there will be some regression from Fulham, but I'm not sure. I trust a Newcastle team that seemed to also draw a lot of games. I just think both teams to score could be the way to go here, given that it has cashed in four of Newcastle's last five Premier League games. Fulham's matches have been entertaining and good for goals. Fulham's last five Premier League matches have had three or more goals. But what's interesting is Fulham are winless in their last four meetings with Newcastle. Although some of that historical data is obviously going to be irrelevant here, given, or actually nearly all of it, it's going to be irrelevant, given that this is a different Fulham team to the one that came up a couple of seasons ago, went straight back down. So it's also a very different Newcastle team as well. So It's worth mentioning because uh, we see things at the moment with the NFL on and historical data does seem to matter in terms of certain quarterbacks coming off bounce back, off bounce backs after losses, um, certain trends for week two and week three with with, with losing teams managing to bounce back and and ATS records and things of that nature. We, We use all that in the NFL. In soccer, we don't use it so much, but as we are in NFL season, it is worth mentioning that historical trend in terms of how Newcastle seem to own this Fulham team. But it's a different Newcastle team. It's a different Fulham team. So I think the best thing to go with here would be to take both teams to score here for this game between Fulham and Newcastle. Up next, we move on to Liverpool versus Brighton, where Liverpool are very short here at 1-3. to It's 17-4 to on the draw. And it's 15-2 to here on Brighton. This is an interesting game here with more questions and answers about both of these two teams. From Liverpool's side, they had a horrible start to the season by their standards. Jurgen Klopp has had plenty of time to think. He's got a couple of players back. And uh, hopefully he'll be looking to reset and uh, take Liverpool back to where they were towards the end of last season, where they were challenging on all fronts. As for Brighton, Roberto Di Zerbi takes over here for his first game in charge. He is one of the most attacking managers in Europe. He's coming here from Shakhtar. He was a guy who implemented the style of play at Sassuolo in Italy. So he's a very, very attack-minded coach. But do you want to be attack-minded and gun ho going away to Liverpool? 
I think the one guarantee in this game is for goals. And I'm very, very surprised to be seeing both teams to score offered at plus money here for this game at even money plus 100. Liverpool and both teams to score as a selection is available at plus 200 here for this game. I think there's significant value on that selection. Liverpool have won three and drawn one of their four games across all competitions at Anfield. So despite their form, they're still okay at home this season. It's away from home where Liverpool have been awful. Brighton lost 2-1 away to Fulham in their last away game in the Premier League. Liverpool come into this one with just one clean sheet at home this season, while Brighton have only failed to score in one of their fixtures throughout this entire season. And Mo Salah comes into this with three goals in his last two games for club and country and he is available individually at 6-5 to five plus 120 to score and I think he will do in a game which will feature goals. I like this one to go over but I think it's going to be too difficult for De Zerbi to get a positive result. I think this Brighton team will attack and uh, they won't sit back in a low block because that's very much against what this manager does and I think that's going to lead to goals with Liverpool scoring a majority of them but en route to Liverpool winning I think the both teams score trend with Liverpool will continue here in this one. Up next, we move on to Southampton versus Everton, where Southampton are the 11 to 10 favourites. It's 12 to 5 on the draw, and it's 12 to 5 here on Everton. This is another tough game. Um, I do think that Everton are improving as the season goes. I don't think anyone's picking them to go down here at the moment. Ultimately, I lean towards this one being a low-scoring game because Everton do seem to go away, sit in a defensive low block and look to nick something on the counter. Everton come into this one having failed to win nine of the last 10 Premier League away games though, but six of Everton's seven games this season have all gone under two and a half goals and seven of Everton's last nine Premier League away games have actually seen both teams score. So what you have there is strong data for a 1-1 selection. I think that may be a way to go here. It wouldn't surprise me to see Everton nicking this game because they have come close to keeping a clean sheet. Jordan Pickford has been in good form for them throughout this season. But Southampton is a difficult place to go. If you don't match Southampton's intensity and energy, you do end up coming away with a loss. Just ask Chelsea. But I think uh, there's strong data here for the under and that's going to be the play here for this game available at 10 to 11. The final game on Saturday is the late game here, which sees West Ham hosting Wolves. West Ham are the even money favourites to win the game. It's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 3 to 1 on Wolves. Despite David Moyes having some decent credit in the bank, you do feel this is a must win game here for West Ham. Wolves are a team who don't score many goals and I think this one could be a definite for your under two and a half goals category. But I have to lean West Ham here in this must-win situation. Wolves have not won any of their last seven Premier League away games and Wolves have been unable to find a net in four of their last six Premier League matches. There have been under two and a half goals in five of Wolves' last six Premier League games. So strong data for the under, but also strong data for Wolves not being able to score here at West Ham. So this is a must-win game, and West Ham should be able to win it off the layoff. I think David Moyes is unfortunate to be in this situation, but 
you, you've got some decent players here at West Ham. You've spent some money and you're not giving people the attacking football that they want to see. When you bring in Samaka, you shouldn't just be playing him in the Europa Conference League. Fans want to see him playing up front. They want to see more from Jared Bowen, who's had a massively disappointing season this season. He may have played himself out of the England squad, or at least he definitely will if he continues to play like this. I don't think Declan Rice has been particularly good. Um, I don't think anyone's been particularly good. And it all falls on the shoulders of David Moyes. And they need a performance here. And for that reason, I'm going to take West Ham on the money line as my main lean. But obviously, strong, strong data for under two and a half goals. And I would not dissuade anybody from going in that direction here for this late game on Saturday between West Ham and Wolves. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me tell you guys about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for your shots at winning 250k plus in cash. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get your first deposit match up to $25. Let me also take a second out to tell you guys about Babbel. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally enjoy learning a new language and get it ticked off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having a real-life conversation in a new language in as little as three weeks. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, that's language for life. And finally, let me take a second out to tell you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bets to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bets can keep records of all games and betting activity. So to get involved, head over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire that's oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets and for anybody wondering why you would shop around why not just take a minus 120 and lady extra juice instead of shopping around for a minus 110 if you bet regularly, this will make a difference. I'm someone who runs a betting service, Lock Betting. Uh, I post my PL every single month as the, uh, as the pin tweet at LockBetting.com, the Twitter account. And um, all of those winnings that we have, that profit, and lo- that profit and loss sheet, I've shopped around for the best odds on every single spreadsheet. So over the course of a couple of days, it makes a difference. Over the course of a week, it makes a big difference. Over the course of a month, it makes a huge difference. Imagine what difference it makes over the course of the year. You continually shop around for minus 110 instead of taking minus 120, minus 130. As for the the game day weather, how important has that been for the the NFL season? It's been significantly important for totals. It's going to get more important as we head to the the winter months with stronger winds and rain in December and January. So Odds Trader really is an important tool for your betting. Moving over to Sunday, um, there's only one game we're going to cover here because the Manchester derby between Man City and Man United is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So we look at the game here between Leeds and Aston Villa, where Leeds are the 13-10 to favourites. It's 12-5 to on the draw and it's 2-1 to here on Villa. 
There is some pressure at the moment on Steven Gerrard. There are some rumours that Mauricio Pochettino could be coming in to take over from him. I think for, for that reason alone, I like to take Aston Villa to get something here. I think Leeds have massively overachieved and been somewhat lucky before the international break. As for Aston Villa, with the players they've got, they have massively underperformed. So I think this is a good spot to fade Leeds. I don't want to take Aston Villa on the money line or even Aston Villa as a pick. But when you're seeing Leeds here available around uh, 6 to 5 plus 120, the opposing price to take Aston Villa to get something in this game is relatively appealing. So that's the direction we're going to go in. We don't necessarily have the statistical data to back it up here because Aston Villa have made a pretty poor start to the season and supporters are angry with Steven Gerrard and with the style of play that they're seeing. But I think Aston Villa can get something from this game and we're going to take them here at the price of 4-6 minus 150 to avoid a defeat at Ellen Road on Sunday. The final game we're going to look at here is the Leicester game at home to Nottingham Forest on Monday night, where Leicester City are the 4-5, to five, minus 125 home favourites. It's 29-10 to 10 on the draw, and it's 7-2 to two here on Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest are in trouble. I heard a former player coming on the radio and talking about being in a relegation scrap. It was Danny Simpson who actually played for Leicester. And he was saying, sometimes you need to come together as a team. You need to socialise together. You need to go out and, and have a drink together, eat together and, and realise what you're doing wrong and come together as a team. Sometimes that can be key in terms of fighting a relegation scrap. Nottingham Forest have signed 20 strangers. So the camaraderie isn't going to be there for this Nottingham Forest team. And I think they're in trouble. Unless we can see some individuals rising up, Nottingham Forest look like they may have made a mess of this season. They seem to have done everything possible to stay up, but maybe they've done too much with these players not having the chemistry. As for Leicester City, a lot of these players have been together a long, long time. This is a team that nearly qualified for the Champions League multiple times. This is a team that won the FA Cup together. So they should be able to get out of this. It's just a case of whether they're staying or whether they're not playing for the manager anymore. I don't see that. I see Leicester playing pretty well. They've just been very, very poor defensively. They need to sort out this problem where they continue to concede from crosses. But against Tottenham, they were well in that game. It was a 50-50 match until Tottenham pulled away with, with Hong Ming Song. That's what can happen when you've got well-cast players. But that was never a 6-2 game. And when I watch Leicester... I don't see a team that are playing terribly. I see a team that are way too good to be in the position that they're in. I see a team that are playing for the manager. And I see a team that I think will get out of this relegation scrap. And I think it could start here with a win against a somewhat dysfunctional Nottingham Forest who look like a team who could actually be getting relegated this season unless they sort their shit out. Um, you're not getting the, the poor season that people expected from Fulham. You're not even getting the poor season that people expected from Bournemouth. So there are no relegation shoe-ins. And gone to my head, if you wanted me to pick a relegation shoe-in right now based on what I've seen, it looks like Nottingham Forest because they really don't have the chemistry there. Leicester do, and I do think Leicester will come good. Will Brendan Rodgers end up keeping his job for the entire season? I can't answer that question. Obviously, if it continues to go in this direction, the Leicester will bring in a new manager and I think that new manager may be able to keep them up because perhaps Brendan Rodgers is the problem. I don't know what the problem is but this certainly isn't a relegation team who should be sitting bottom of the table. So I'm going to take Leicester here at home in what is somewhat of a, a local derby because Nottingham and Leicester aren't too far apart. I think the crowd are really going to get behind them here. And if they play the same way they did against Tottenham, and that sounds crazy because it was a 6-2 defeat, that's why you really need to 
watch football rather than just listen to this podcast or just follow it on live score. If you actually watch that game, it was a very, very 50-50 game. And if that Leicester turn up and they replicate that performance that they had against Tottenham, they will win this game and they will win it comfortably here at home to Nottingham Forest. So your pick here is going to be Leicester on the money line at the price of 4-5 to five minus 125. Before we close out with the lock on the show, let me take a second out to tell you guys about the Elias Game Plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday? and Thursday, and Sunday, because it's the NFL season, our favourite time of the year. Whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and the MLB. Elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only when you use my promo code SGPN15. Find the Elias Game Plan sports betting in the App Store or the Play Store and use my promo code SGPN15. And finally, let me take a second out to tell you about FUBU TV. If you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sport and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite TV shows with included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time right now. You can try FUBU TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FUBUTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Your lock on this show. There's lots of supporting data for lots of plays here. I mean, the the under in the West Ham Wolves game obviously sticks out, but I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to take a pick that's almost insane given the way they've played so far this season and given the number of points they have, but I'm going to go for Leicester on the money line. This team are going to get out of this relegation scrap. They are not going to be relegated this season. Crazy to say, given their start, but I believe that Brendan Rodgers will turn it around. And I believe in these players. They have some top, top players in Tielemans, Vardy, Sionku, Daka, Madison. These are players who I don't see getting relegated this season. I don't see Brendan Rodgers being relegated this season. So ultimately, I think they will survive. And I think the revival begins this Monday with a home win against Nottingham Forest. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.